Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spartans. It is Monday, December 2nd, 2019. I'm your host, Will Hunter, joined as always by my co-host, Matt Sheehan. Matt, what's up? Uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> Hopefully the quick lane bowl. Hopefully. I know. So it's uh, 634 Sunday evening as we record here. And so far we've got one full bowl game announced. I don't mm-hmm. know if you saw that. Uh, no, I actually didn't. It's Buffalo and Charlotte in the Bahamas Bowl. Oh! Yeah, and I, I just want to congratulate everyone associated with the Buffalo football pro- program for getting to leave Buffalo for a week in the middle of winter. That is the dream, is like being a middling back team. That's, it, you know, yeah. too oh. good for like, it won't not go to a bowl, <laughs> but like just not good enough where you're stashing like Boise <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, so like. Yeah, it was Central's been there. Uh, I forget who's been to all the Bahamas Bowls, but that is the biggest win in bowl games. Is just mid-level group of five team wins six or seven games, and you go to the Bahamas for your bowl game. Like that is it's 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 the dream. Um, it's New Year's Six Bowls. It's college football playoff. Mm-hmm. New Year's Six Bowls. Bahamas Bowl. I might even pick the Bahamas Bowl over some of your six bowls, too. I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm sure Atlanta is great. It, it can't always be great, though, right? I mean, it ain't Bahamas great. No, it's certainly not Bahamas vacation great. Yeah, so, uh, shoot. yeah, congratulations to Buffalo and Charlotte. And then uh, BYU is in the Hawaii Bowl. So uh, a big win for BYU as well. Heck yeah. To escape Utah and head to Hawaii for a week. Good where for them. I don't think they're going to be playing Hawaii, or we'll have to see because uh, Hawaii's playing in the Mountain West Championship yeah. game. <laughs> like, yes, go Rainbow Warriors! Oh, big time! Oh yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So yeah, need a need a quick lanes bowl announcement, but I don't think we're going to get it until next week. We'll yeah, see. I, right. I think that's one that's going to depend on the actual conference championships playing out. So yeah, I'll try I to tw- wait. All right, I tweeted at him. I actually tweeted at the the quick lanes bowl oh, before good. we got going. Told him to announce Michigan State. Thank you for your service. Nice. Yeah. So just getting after it a little bit. Uh, on today's show, we're going to talk about the Maryland game, Michigan Yay. State versus Maryland. We're going to talk. <laughs> Their timing is perfect. Thank you. Um, really, just truly, truly an awful football game. Awful experience for all involved. Uh, but Michigan State's going bowling, so we'll talk about that. Uh, we're not going to do a ton of season and review stuff today. We'll do a teeny bit, but sure. um, just throughout the next couple of weeks here, we'll start doing more of that, looking back on you know, what went wrong, some things that went right, looking into the future, and that'll certainly be dictated by news that comes or doesn't come relating to the program, obviously. It is so just... <sighs> Heartbreak. I, I, yeah, I know you said you'd bring this up in the next coming weeks. I, I'm doing it right now. <laughs> it It's so just demoralizing to see all these programs like Arizona State, Northwestern, Texas. I'm sure I'm missing a, a few half dozen. Just dismiss coaches on one side of the ball. That was pretty mediocre yeah. at worst. And then here's MSU. Uh, ah, we'll evaluate. We'll see what happens. <laughs> like, oh my God. Yeah, Northwestern. Northwestern fired their offensive coordinator and QB coach who's been there for 12 years. <laughs> wow. And like, that's Northwestern. Expectations aren't the highest. 
No, and that, and that's a year after playing in Indy too. Yep. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh man. Yeah. And, really and here f- we are, just being a Mickey Mouse program. No, we're fi- we're just going to evaluate. Yeah. We're going to see where we stand. Northwestern's one season removed from just like a, a great five year stretch, one of their best five year stretches. Mm-hmm. And they can their coordinator for after one bad year. And it's not like they've had great offenses, but they've certainly had moments where they were really productive on that side of the ball. Um, but yeah, just one season uh, can do it for you. Yeah. So. Unless you're uh, green and white. So. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm with you. Every time I see one, it, it's now painted in that context. Like, oh my god. Yep, I, yeah. Yeah. So. Navy fired somebody. <laughs> how do you fire from Navy? How do you? How does that happen? <laughs> um. So. Anyway. On today's show, uh, like I said, we're going to talk about Maryland. We're not going to do a ton of season review stuff. We'll do that. I have an extremely hot take that I don't think I'm going to give, but Matt's probably going to pull it out of me and we'll we'll kind of discuss it. And I want to talk about this season sort of in the context of other D'Antonio seasons as it relates to SP plus rankings. So that is the plan for today's show. I know we're already five minutes in and, and gave some takes. Let's just roll right into uh, the game. Matt, you were in the stands. I was in the press oh, yeah. box. Uh, it was fine. I was fine. I was eating a pretzel. Had the best Spartan Stadium press box pretzel of the year by nice. far. Nice. So that was good. That's good. Um, brought was uh, the bratwurst was similar quality to the rest of the season, which is, mm-hmm. you know, just it. It was a bratwurst. Okay, that's good. So all right. Um, I was fine. I feel like fine is as good as it could have gotten. Yeah, uh, climate. The game. Yeah, climate controlled. Firing off tweets. Uh, interacting. Trying to. <laughs> uh stave off the, the the critiques the comments from people you know it depends who you sit by how the uh, press box experience goes and sometimes you're just like all right i get it stop mm-hmm. talking sure so doing a little bit of that um but i was fine you on the other hand mm-hmm. were in the elements we were we were but they could have been worse i mean w- I have tickets for section 16. That's right behind the south upright. 40 rows up. I sat um, not there. So that helped uh, a little bit. We were in the nice, cushy green seats uh, down mm. like the 50-yard line, which that really does help uh, the cold weather. You just got to walk down with enough moxie, and then you're, you're good <laughs> as gold. And no one's going to question you. It's great since there's 17 people there. Um, yeah, you could sit wherever, really. So it's, it's cool. It's nice. So it, that, that takes the edge off. Of watching a nineteen to sixteen victory over Penn State, or oh wait, no, that's right, it was just Maryland. Oh yeah. So there yeah. were there's six possessions, six early in the game, six completed possessions, three by each team. Mm-hmm. There was a field goal, mm-hmm. a, a punt, mm-hmm. and four turnovers. <laughs> yes. Yep. Three red zone trips to start off the game for your Spartans. Three, three total points. points. Hey, hey, all right, we're back, yep. baby. They got inside the Maryland 25 four times, I think, on their first f- six drives. Mm-hmm. Or f- first five drives. Uh, or no, six drives. Excuse me. First six drives and scored a grand total of six points. Yeah. No, it was – we all saw it. It was not a good football <laughs> game. In the middle of the third quarter when Maryland ran in that touchdown. and Oh, buddy. I, I just like had a 1,000-yard stare to the sky. And I was just <laughs> thinking, what's the point? Why? why it, like it doesn't exist, matter. Wait, like existentially? It was half that and half <laughs> like, what's the point of like going for six wins right now? Like, why why prolong this season? <laughs> it was half between like on a micro level of uh, just a season. And then it's like, what's the point of anything in life, really? I mean, 
in that Shoot. in that moment you were truly trying to discover if there was a god <laughs> that game yesterday changed me physically <laughs> spiritually and mentally yeah <laughs> and, uh, just look at it hmm i wonder no. <laughs> what no, just staring have? straight up at that the gray skies so <laughs> yep uh but yeah hey they they got it figured out uh despite their best efforts and once again not scoring a touchdown in the second half of a football game yeah buddy that's, so um what five games this year six games where they scored one or fewer offensive touchdowns? I'll look it up in a second. In the second half, or no total? Oh, total! Oh, Jesus! Uh, it's got to be up, up there because I know the last three home games they've had, they've only scored one touchdown in the second half over the last three home games against um, Maryland. Yeah, excuse me, Maryland, uh, Illinois, and Penn State. So, so in, in terms of offensive touchdowns, one or fewer, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So one or fewer in an entire game. So we got Tulsa, mm-hmm. uh, Arizona State. Ohio State, yep. Penn, Wisconsin, Penn okay. State, okay. Michigan, yep. And now Maryland. So that's seven. Oh of wow, their 12, that... seven of their twelve games, they scored one or fewer offensive touchdowns. So set. Wow, more games with one or fewer touchdowns than wins. That's strong. All right, but make sure that you evaluate the whole staff. Make sure that you do a thorough deep dive and make sure that these coaches are really the issue here. You do that evaluation. <laughs> I'm so beaten down. <laughs> I'm actually. But I cannot wait for the bowl game. <laughs> <laughs> if it's the quick lane bowl. Yeah, that's true. Um, if it's a pinstripe bowl, that'll be such a dud. Oh man, I can't believe I'm getting myself worked up over the quick lane bowl. I can't believe this has happened. But I here just, we are. I just fired off the tweet. Michigan State scored one or fewer offensive touchdowns in seven of twelve games this season. Have, have fun with those numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the retweets, baby. Um, speaking of really quickly mm-hmm. as an aside, uh, sure. I, I don't know about you, but like, I just need to pause and th- say thanks. I did this on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, this football season was like my first full football season in a new career. Like I was dipping my toe in last year, transitioning out of, uh, I used to work in local news and television, mm-hmm. um, and sort of reset the the old career here uh, a few years into the career. And this was like my first full year. And just it was crazy how many new followers and readers and, and, all, and listeners and all that. Um, this show and Spartans Wire and I got in Twitter and all that. It's just like the growth has been crazy this year. Um, so I just wanted to thank everybody uh, who's tuned in, become a fan, become a listener, become a reader, all that. Uh, it is very much uh, appreciate it. I just want you all to uh, to know that. Well deserved though, Will. I mean, you do bring a lot to the table, so yeah, definitely appreciate just, you going all in with the MSU stuff. Just so much charm and in humor. Oh I, sure, I, yeah. It's it's frankly it's disappointing. I don't have more. If we're if we're being honest here. Yeah, I mean, hey, you, you can't all be perfect. I mean, let me let me see how many followers Hondo has. I Hondo's I'm, got ten thousand. I'm I mean, not sure how legitimate of a number that is. <laughs> Are you insinuating that that it's man? Just, I could have uh, possibly. I don't. Mm, know. I, I uh, don't. yeah. Who's to say, really? Who's to say? So, <laughs> um, let's pause here. We'll come right back and, and see if there's anything else we want to cover with Maryland. It's a pretty forgettable football game. Yeah. Although Trey Mosley, hey bud. Hey, now. Hey, now. Hey, now. Um, Yeah, we'll come back and we'll 
finish off the Maryland game and kind of transition into uh, some wider scoped stuff. Audible has the world's largest selection of audiobooks and audio entertainment. Start listening with a 30-day Audible trial. Choose one audiobook and two Audible originals absolutely free. Visit audible.com slash NBA. Yes, I know this is college, but the promo code is NBA. That's audible.com slash NBA to check in that offer. And of course, go to lockdownpodcasts.com slash offers to find all the offers we are offering you right now. Offer, offer, offer. That read has too many offers in it, Matt. That was a healthy amount. Yeah. But, healthy yeah. amount of offers. It's all right. Okay, is there anything else you want to talk about with Maryland? <laughs> no, I just apologize if I sound tired today. Um, the realization of that could be in the last tailgate of the year set in, like as we were pulling up to the lot, and I made I, I, I made it count. So you made her uh, count. We made her count. We're a little sluggish today, um, so apologize it, if, uh, if I'm a little drowsy over here. It was the thinnest I've ever seen for a football game. Same, yeah. It's been a while since it's been that bad. Um, yeah. But eh, I think whatever. Michigan State announced like fifty six thousand. I there's nothing I love more than stadium attendance announcements. <laughs> like those, those are great. Um, I forget who said it. Um, I think it it, it could have been uh, someone um, at the only colors actually. Mm-hmm. Um, McLean is it McLean Grant? Right. Yeah. 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 I think it may have been him. I'm not positive. Um, but someone said it was the lowest announced attendance at a Michigan State game since like 1994, and that includes the end of the John L. Smith era and all the other stuff, like those terrible dwindling numbers games. Um, This had a lower announced attendance than that. Uh, What do you think the number was? How many people do you think were actually in the stands? Oh, actually, actually, oh boy, it's like 20,000, 25,000 maybe. That's a lot. (sighs) Yeah, give me twenty thousand because like between like the ten yard lines, like it was probably almost kind of full. But Man. there's a lot more stadium uh, outside <laughs> of inside the tens. We are not a high school stadium. That is a yes. double decker, full size regulation stadium. <laughs> so yeah, maybe twenty thousand. Yeah, perhaps something, so. Something like that wasn't uh, great, and honestly, not surprising. You know, it was awesome. One last thing. No, I don't know, actually. Well, one thing that was awesome was Josh Butler's oh, yeah. uh, running going viral. That was cool. Yeah, it's got, totally. Harns has, like, millions of views on that video. Mm-hmm. And I'm jealous because I wanted to do that, but I don't have photographer credentials. I can't get on the field until the end of the game. I see. Uh, he obviously has better credentials than I and was down there and got that video. And as soon as I saw it, I'm like, that thing, someone's going to see it. And it's going to go, and it's everyone loves dogs. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's going to get a bajillion views, and it did. Um, that was just cool to see everyone sort of pick up on that. I did love, always enjoy uh, Twitter, people commenting on it. Doesn't he have, like, a, an ant or something that could have done that with him? Oh, <laughs> like, really? Oh, you, shut It's <laughs> just like, and bless his heart, David Harns, bless his heart, responded to all of them and said wow. yes. Not uh, not maybe not all all of them, but a lot of them. There Every could have been I many saw, of them, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he just said he had extended family on the sideline. Players ran in by themselves over to extended family. This is what Josh wanted to do. <laughs> it's like, bless your heart, man, oh, for man. having patience with just someone who looks at something so amazing and pure and goes, "Let me see how I can crap on this." 
if you ever like had a shortage of lessons where you didn't know that you know everyone can't agree on one thing or that there are some miserable people in the world, 15 minutes on Twitter is all it takes for you oh, to buddy. just change your outlook. It does, you don't so. even need 15 minutes, honestly. You need just f- go on Twitter and be like, this is my first tweet. <laughs> and just like, <laughs> let let and it scroll in. Yep. You just watch the people go, save yourself, get off now. Yeah. All right, Matt. I'm going to throw some facts and figures your way. I wish you wouldn't, but okay. And they're not great. I, I, I know they're not. How could they be? I, <laughs> we're still talking football, right? So Michigan State finishes the regular season ranked 43rd in SP+, 89th in offense, 12th in defense, 114th in special teams. I can't believe we're 12th in defense. Like, is that, like, well, they use numbers from last year as well? Is it a two-year rollover <laughs> program? I mean, no. I mean, look at what they did against Ohio State and look what Ohio State did to everyone else. Look what they did against Penn State. Look what Penn State did to everyone else. You know, and on down the line, they had some nice defensive. But it's not like I'm saying like I can't believe ranked 50. Like we are a top 15 defense. Like that's yeah, that, that's just nuts to me. Yeah, they yeah. had some untimely bad moments for sure. But <sighs> you think? <laughs> um. So let's dig a little bit deeper. Please. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. 43rd is the third lowest rank of the entire D'Antonio era. Okay. Behind 2008, which was 44th, mm-hmm. and 2016, which was 51st. Oh, okay. So, yep. So a little bit better than the fifth, the three and nine team, but S their their SP plus rating. Do you know what the SP plus rating is? Oh God, no. So there's a rank and the rating. the The rank is pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. Where do you rank? The rating is so. Say your rating is 20. Okay. That means you would beat the most average college football team by 20 points on a neutral field. Hmm, Right. That's kind of what, that's what it means. Like over um, a large sample size. So Michigan state's rating this year was 6.8. So against the most midline 2019 college football team, Michigan state is an average of 6.8 better than 6.8. Are are they pulling like division three, division two schools as well? Like, (laughs) I just watched him barely beat Maryland by three points. I like, know, but like Rice is in this, Akron's in this. Like, it's, there's 130 teams, Matt. A lot of them are really bad. <laughs> we're one of them. How, how I know. Okay. Well, they're like 43rd. There's what 65 Power Five teams. So they're they're one of the worst Power Five teams. Anyway, sorry, I'm I'm getting angry at numbers over here. Yeah, go on. Six point eight is their rating. Uh, the 2016 team. Their rating was 7.4, so they're actually wow. better. Um, but the 2008 team was 6.6. So 6.8, this year's rating, is the second worst in the D'Antonio era. Suck at 2008. That's right. <laughs> uh, the 2008 team went 9-4, and four, somehow. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a bad year. It was fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, here's just some other bad seasons in the D'Antonio era. 2018, last year. Their rating was 11.5, so significantly better than the season. Uh, 2012 was 12.4, again, significantly better. Those both had the number two defenses in the entire country. That's kind of why they were there. And 2012 was a very unlucky team. Uh, 2009, 8.7, and 2007, 10.0. So, um, yeah, that's just kind of where the other 
things, uh, other bad seasons, if you will, fall into this. Uh, special teams this year, 114th. Do you want to take a guess at what Michigan State's lowest special teams rating was prior to this year? Uh, 114th. Prior to this year. Yeah. Uh, give me, like, I don't know, 55. They usually are always at least solid. You are correct-ish. It's 80th. Okay. It's 80th, but 2014, they were 80th. Every other year in the D'Antonio era, they've been 52nd or better. Gotcha. So 80 was kind of the outlier. They're always solid in special teams, sometimes very good to elite. Mm-hmm. Uh, 114th is by far the worst special teams ever at Michigan State in the D'Antonio era. Um, oh, sorry. Um, so in total, 2019 Michigan State football. The second worst D'Antonio era SP plus rating, the okay. third worst D'Antonio era SP plus rank. Love it. The worst by far D'Antonio ah. era special teams SP plus, the third worst ranked SP plus offense, mm-hmm. and the second or third worst win loss record depending on how the bowl game goes. If they lose, second worst tied with 2009. Uh, if they win, it's third worst tied with 2007, uh, 18, and 12 at 7 and 6. So, so if the 2016 team was a little bit luckier, you could argue that 2019 is the worst Antonio team ever. Woo! It's t- you can't overcome 3 and 9, but that was like a 6-win team, right, that, that – ended up on the wrong end of some bad bounces and went three and nine. Um, yeah, just in terms of like quality combined with record uh, relative to the rest of the country is probably the second worst Antonio team ever behind the three and nine team. All right. We did. We, we lived through it. All right. And we survived. <laughs> yeah, it's all over. It's only going to get better from here. Woo. No, it's not. <laughs> No, yeah. it is not. So, um, sorry for that downer segment, but... No, that sucked, uh, but that's okay. <laughs> well, it's, imp- it's important to have this information and... No, and it is, I all know. All that context. I know. Um, yeah, it, it just... It's hard. It's very hard to, to continue to support the product. Um, if you're someone who's a season ticket holder, a fan, anything like that. Even me, like, I, I'm... More casually a fan, definitely trying to like analyze things more and sort of look at it from that approach. But even with me, I'm like, this is nauseating sometimes. Oh, it's not good. So, um, yeah, let's let's pause here and do something fun, uh, including an extremely hot take of mine that Matt is just going to absolutely ridicule. All right, we'll do that in just a minute. Okay, Matt, so I texted you, what, like Thursday, something like that, and I said, hey, I've got an extremely hot take about Michigan State football next season. Yes, that my I want, eyebrows arched. Yes, yeah, that I want to give on Monday. Mm-hmm. And then you texted me Saturday night saying what? Oh, I, I forget. I'm so oh sorry. My God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> you said, I am extremely excited to hear what this hot take of yours is. Is that what I really said? Something like that, because I had indicated that it related to the offensive side of the ball. Yeah. And so... Yeah, Yeah. no, it's come back to me now. Yeah, you were kind of rubbing it in before we got going, really. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) 
what could you possibly say that isn't going to be the most idiotic thing ever? I'm, I'm excited to get upset. Let's let's do this. Well, I don't want to say it anymore. Okay. I, oh, I, no, come on. I wanted to, and then the Maryland game happened. Huh. Okay. No, I see. And I've been here before where, like, I think I'm onto something, but then, you know, a game like Maryland happens <laughs> and you just want to backpedal it. Yeah. What, just, just, just go off the record. Right now, this is off the record. Oh, it's no on the record. Listening. Oh, no one's listening. Everyone, everyone you know turned on your radio, your podcast. <laughs> you you tweeted that at me, and I sent you a gif of LeBron James backpedaling. <laughs> so, like Jimmy Butler back, someone backpedaling. <laughs> um, all right, here's the take. Yep, lay it, lay it down. Michigan State in the year 2020. Okay. With a few sort of qualifiers. That we'll get into. Okay. Do you have like a lawyer sitting by you to like go I through do. all this? Or... Okay, it's, good. It's my cat. It's I see. Okay, good. Good. One of my cats. Um, Michigan State in 2020 with a few qualifiers mm-hmm. will have a good to very good offense. I don't know. Well, I don't know what to say, man. I you're you're 15 minutes removed from just saying that they had seven games with a touchdown or less. <laughs> I mean, uh, go on. Here's the thinking. No, my <laughs> God, I hate this so much. I hate this. What are, why are you doing this? Who's making you do this? Mark D'Antonio is definitely not standing behind me with a pair of safety scissors to the back of my neck. I can say that unequivocally. He is not doing that at this very moment. I'm I'm calling paramedics and getting them to your house right now. <laughs> What's a paramedic gonna do? Clean up the body. Oh, I thought you were gonna say like check on me, <laughs> sir. No, 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 no. We we are beyond <laughs> welfare beyond check. the point of return there. So, no. <laughs> All right. Seriously, here's my thinking. Mm-hmm. And it's probably not gonna happen. And this is this is. I reserve the right to take back this opinion if certain mm-hmm. qualifiers aren't met. Sure. If, if nothing happens on the staff offensively, mm-hmm. I'm not saying this. All bets are off. Okay. All bets are off. I'm the qualifier is the offensive staff switches up, and when the hires are made for new people, we can look at them and go, okay, those make sense. I see how this could work. Okay. Like, really, a low bar to pass. But like hires that make sense on the offensive side of the ball, okay? So that so when Lincoln Riley is hired as offensive coordinator, that that then it then it counts. Yes, that's when it hits. It okay, good. It, All right. It doesn't even have to be someone who you're like, yes, oh my god, what a great hire. It's just like okay, just someone new, someone new, someone just, without green and white in their wardrobe. Yeah. That's all. Someone is not green and white, and someone who hasn't like. Well, actually, I, I shouldn't say that because I was going to say someone who's not like an offensive coordinator for Pat Narduzzi. Um, or anything like that. Quarterback coach yep. for Pat Narduzzi. But I, uh, if Matt Canada gets hired at Michigan State, I'll be okay with it. Yeah, why not? <laughs> um, I don't think they'd ever pay Matt Canada enough money, which is unfortunate. Um, okay, so that's the qualifier. Okay? Okay. So here's just a list of who on the offensive side of the football will be back Actually, let's do it this way. Here's a list of starters from the last game, or mm-hmm. the last handful of games, that will be gone next season. You ready? Okay. Yeah. Matt Seibert, Brian Lewerke. 
I, but I mean, both those players are are good. Obviously, they've had better moments than uh, than others. I, but I, man, I, is is Lewerke a, a big name to miss? I, I feel like he was a talented quarterback. I feel like he really did not get any help from the coaching staff whatsoever. And I feel like whoever's stepping in next year is going to uh, have me shaken in me boots. Um, <laughs> I don't really like the prospect of Lombardi being the quarterback next year, and I want to love Day, and like I was talking Day up a ton uh, on Saturday while tailgating, and then at the back of my head I'm thinking, like, why do I even think this? <laughs> like, we've barely seen him play. I think I'm just talking myself into this. You are. Just so I have something to look forward to. So, yeah, that's the situation for next year. Yeah, here's here's where I'm coming from. They will downgrade at quarterback next year. They will. But I think there's a, a real possibility they upgrade at every single other position. I, that's the only way they can go, though. I mean, well, I know, and that's every other so position. Here's uh, just a projected offensive line next year. And, okay, okay. And honest, honestly, it's like... We'll see what happens at certain spots, but I think uh, there's some legitimate hope on that side and that spot for the first time in a while. So between Nick Samek, JD Duplain, and Luke Campbell, you've got mm-hmm. a center and two guards that either are currently Big Ten quality starters or project to be. Like Luke Campbell, I think has been the the best offensive lineman, the most consistent when he was healthy. Uh, they've had. I think mm-hmm. Campbell can play. Um, and we'll see if he if he moves back to tackle or anything like that. So there's that. And Nick Samack and J.D. Duplain have done well for true freshmen. And yep. then Devontae Dobbs, of course, um, we know the pedigree and has been serviceable and hasn't been over his head getting playing time as a true freshman. That's something that's like, okay, that bodes well for the future. So yep. there's four guys right there that you could feel all right about, I think. Mm-hmm. Um then you've got Jarvis, and that's an interesting one because I think when he's healthy, he might be Michigan State's best offensive lineman, Yep. but he's been dealing with injuries a lot. So it's not like he's the most consistently right. there, but when he's there, I think he's good. And I think, you know, between the, that's four guys, or is that, that's five guys right there. And then yeah. AJR Curie, I think, has done a pretty decent job. Um, and Carrick and Reed and Buter are all backup level guys that can help kind of with depth, if you will. Uh, sure. <laughs> so I, I think in uh, between, if you have Samak at center, Duplain and Campbell at the guards, mm-hmm. and Arcuri and Dobbs and Jarvis, two of those three taking up the two tackle spots. And we'll see if Jordan Reed can get better because, again, he's just a junior. I don't know. I'm not banking on that. I think it can be a solid offensive line to start the season and can eventually be one that you're like, they're pretty good. They're not great, but they're pretty good. Yeah. And I, I think we haven't been able to say that for a while about the line. And that's been it's... that's been the biggest thing holding them back the last few seasons easily. Yeah, and it's tough to listen to all that too and think like, oh yeah, no, that'll be a good line the whole season when like we can't have linemen that stay healthy for more than five minutes. So like yeah. that's that's the other hard part of it well, too. Yeah. Like this all sounds great in theory, but man, once uh, they get a crowbar taken to their shins uh, <laughs> in the second quarter of the first game of the season and are out for like eight weeks, 
because that's just the way the program is now. Like everyone gets hurt all the time. Like I, I don't know if it's a strength and conditioning thing or if it's just really the worst coincidences to ever happen in the world. But man, like no one can stay healthy, and the depth is what I'm worried about. Like those names that you list as backups. I mean, I, I know. No, I, I no. <laughs> well, no. they're backups. No. They've just been. I'm not gonna. They've just been shit on college kids for no. a, a second day in a row. <laughs> yeah. But I, I think it's fair to say they've been playing at least at at sort of a Big Ten backup level, and they've had to start. And that's what happens when someone who's plays at that level has to start. Is your offense just doesn't go like it can? I'm just saying they're bringing a lot of people back there, and it's like, well, what is the point of bringing back a lot of people from something that wasn't great? A lot of them mm-hmm. are really young. And again, this is one that really, with coaching changes, I, I want to see if there are changes with the offensive line coach and what happens there. Because if you make a right hire there, I think there's definitely enough to work with to be a good offensive line. Not a serviceable one, like a good one that you're like, hey, sweet. Cool. <laughs> we can uh, get a first down yeah. and fourth and one. Wow. Oh, my God. That's crazy. We can hand the ball off uh, in short yardage situations. So I'm not nice. saying they're going to be a great line, but I think they can be a, definitely a good line next year, especially because the three true freshmen this year, like I think they got a lot of potential between those three. They've shown yeah. pretty well so far, and that's, that's exciting. All right. Other than that, mm-hmm. we've got Elijah Collins, Anthony Williams Jr., and now Brandon Wright, all returning as sophomores. Yep. That's a pretty good little triumvirate of backs. Mm-hmm. I, I think Eli's going to be one of the top guys in the Big Ten next year, and Anthony Williams has gotten way better uh, just in this first season. Um, yeah, totally. And, and he's yep. an exciting player. Cody White will be a senior. Please let Speedy Naylor be healthy. Yeah. Trey Mosley has shown he can do some things. Mm-hmm. We'll see if Julian Barnett's still on that side of the ball. CJ Hayes is going to be a junior. He's had some moments this year where like, okay, he can play a little bit as a quality depth kind of guy. They've got some good freshmen. There's depth, young, exciting depth uh, at receiver and enough guys kind of at the top end where you're like, all right, White, Naylor, Mosley, Barnett, that's a solid enough group. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, and then at at tight end, um, you know, the, the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. yeah, the hope is <laughs> the hope is Trenton Gillison uh, takes a step, I guess. And right, you know, we'll see. Again, that's another one that coaching could play into that a lot. Um, mm. And why I'm reserving the right to change my mind if coaching at certain positions doesn't change. That would be insanity if it doesn't. But I know. again, we have lived through insanity, so I it wouldn't be the craziest thing to happen. <laughs> so I th- think. With all that information, all of that yeah. returning production, there's a chance that it could be a we, solid group. Not just world just 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 guarantee Pasadena. Well, just just, just do guarantee it. it. Just say it. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I, I I get it all, and yeah, this sounds great in theory, but man, it's it's very hard to come off the last two years. Um, performance in the field i know uh just i guess growth uh through these players careers um injuries like boy i i I walk into your take uh accepting and listening to what you're hearing but also incredibly jaded uh (laughs) by what we have seen the last uh two seasons so understandable that's why i get paid the big bucks and you don't you're a coward that is true i'm a visionary I, no, and that makes sense. That checks out. Yeah. I'm just a, a sad circus clown who only focuses on 
the negatives. So that's all we have these days. And that's I, all we have. And for some reason, all I want is mm-hmm. a Rocky Lombardi quarterbacking just the most savage power run game ever. Yeah. Just yeah. like they throw it nine times, but it's like right. it's like the Baltimore Ravens basically or the, yeah. the the Tim Tebow Broncos. We're army in the triple option, yeah. but like we we don't do triple option. Like we are very upfront with what we do. We we will <laughs> run the ball between the tackles every time with this player yep. on this down. Yeah. Yeah. So it's triple option without any trick ratio yeah. whatsoever. Just inverted veer, Lombardi QB power yep. up the middle, yes. slamming Just F- for five F-U yards. Just football. Yeah. Yep. And then Can't and wait. then you drop back and throw it fifty yards down the field because he still has a cannon. <laughs> he does. I don't want to see him attempt to pass anywhere shorter than forty five <laughs> yes. yards next year. Yes. Just swing it, man. They <laughs> throw it fifteen times a game. All fifteen have an average depth mm-hmm. of target of forty yards. Street crowd. I don't want to see our receivers run a single route the entire no. season other than a fly route. Just just yeah. go, baby. I go and get it. Yeah, I don't care if it's third and three. We're either no. we're running QB power or mm-hmm. we're throwing it sixty yards down the field. Don't do anything cute like a post route or anything. No. I mean, no, go. go. Just go, go and catch it <laughs> and keep going. So yeah, I yeah. can't wait. Why haven't they hired us to be the offensive coordinators for next year? This is unbelievable. I do not know. <sighs> Now I'm mad again. Now I'm mad again. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> All right. So that yeah, that's my hot take. Michigan State's gonna have a good offense next year. Well, I I hope you're right. Then I, I I hate I hate you for getting my hopes somewhat. Because <laughs> every time I'm ready to separate myself from this, I I get drawn right back. Oh, it's basketball season. We don't have we don't even have to worry about hopes or anything. Hopes and dreams. Like for another nine months, it's basketball season. Stop doing this. <laughs> All right. That's the All end right. of the show. Okay. Um, hey, Matt. Hey, Will. Is anything interesting with Michigan State Athletics happening tomorrow night? Mm, I, I, I haven't looked at the indoor track and field schedule in a while, but okay. maybe something on that. Maybe. All right. Maybe. We'll have to check and see. Like, if I don't know if the basketball team was playing Duke or something like that. Um, we could talk about that. Oh, maybe. the team that made the Final Four last year? The, I, I don't remember, but they had three lottery picks, including the number one and number three overall picks. So I'm right. assuming, yeah. I'm assuming they made the final four. They, uh, yeah, at least national runner-ups for at sure. At least. Um, Could you imagine having three top ten picks and not even making the final four like that? Or if you don't make the final four, like let's say something crazy happened, like that you had to have ran into a buzzsaw that had, and I don't know, at least one lottery pick on their team, or yeah. maybe. I don't know, two, three draft picks. But. Yeah, like someone like number 13 overall, number 27 overall draft pick, couple pros, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that would have had to have happened. Um, well, that'll be cool to see them come into a Breslin Center if, if those rumors are true. If yeah, that if, if something like is that happening is tomorrow happening tomorrow night, uh, we will talk about it. We would talk about it. That would make sense yeah. to talk about it tomorrow, right? Yeah, I, I guess I could look further into it, see yeah. if it's true. But we'll, yeah, we'll, I'll uh, yeah. throw some text out there, throw some flyers out, and see if uh, we'll, people that are connected know this. So. We'll check our schedules. We'll yeah. we'll check Kenny Goins' travel schedule. Mm. Yes, fine player. And um, we'll get back to you guys. But that's 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 what we're gonna think about. We'll see for tomorrow's show. We'll get back to you. Yeah. Sound good? Sounds like a plan to me. I don't know. Great. All right, that's the end of today's show. Thanks so much for listening. Reminder to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked On Spartans wherever you get podcasts. And remember to try out that audible.com 
uh, trial for free. It's pretty good. You get audiobook and a couple of shows for a free trial over a month. That's a pretty solid little free look there at Audible. Locked on, or no, sorry, audible.com slash locked on NBA to check out that. All right, Matt, why don't you, uh, why don't you take us on home? I, I'm just going to go right to a couch and sleep for three days. Um, I'll try to be more awake next time you guys hear my voice. 